0: Welcome back to episode five of Grateful Wealth Magnets. The majority of individuals or companies, they stay stagnant or hit a glass ceiling when they encounter challenges. An individual or a company's ability to pivot and progress through challenges is one of the key drivers of how to maintain relevance and growth. There are also key moments where an individual or a company needs to be able to intuitively know that change is needed in order to keep progressing forward. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about Starbucks and the key moments Where the company has pivoted in its life cycle to achieve incredible success just to give you a brief 101 on starbucks the company was founded in 1970 by a group of individuals that lived in seattle named zev siegel jerry baldwin and gordon bowker the focus of the company over the first 12 years was really to produce high quality coffee beans for its customers as opposed to the coffee drinks that they serve now the culture of purchasing a drink and enjoying it at a coffee bar didn't exist in the 1970s in the united states the production of high quality coffee beans and selling them through a handful of starbucks locations continued on for more than 10 years in the early stages of the company's life cycle so where things really changed for the company was in 1982 when the company hired howard schultz as the director of marketing and sales howard schultz is the individual responsible for laying the foundation of the company's coming success. There's a really famous story out there about how Schultz was on a trip to Italy in 1983 and was inspired by the cafe culture he experienced there. He got an opportunity to witness the hospitality of being served a coffee drink in a more social environment. He came back with the idea that Starbucks should be thinking beyond just selling high-quality coffee beans to its customers and instead be focused on delivering a friendly customer service experience coupled with high-quality coffee drinks in their cafes. So the company, they pivoted and they took on this challenge and in 1984 Starbucks sold its first latte and started to move in the direction of creating a culture of customer service and sociability within their cafes. Starbucks focused on not just being a seller of coffee, but also on being an experience provider for the customer. At the same time, a relationship-driven and employee-first approach was being fostered in the company. While still being a company that was private in the 1980s, they began offering stock options for all of their employees, including part-timers. And employees started to refer to each other as partners, which fostered a mentality of ownership. This was really a turning point for Starbucks. Having the ability to pivot and move in a direction that brought a fresh idea of cafe culture to the American marketplace, focusing on customer experience and having a more employee centric approach helped propel the company and break them out of that first glass ceiling that they were facing. Howard Schultz had actually left Starbucks for a period of time in the 80s, but imagine if Schultz had never taken that trip to Italy, where he experienced that cafe culture that existed there, or if he didn't have the intuitive foresight to bring that model to America. It's likely that he wouldn't, e- we wouldn't even be talking about Starbucks in the same manner if those decisions hadn't been made earlier on in the company's life cycle. And it's important because even though Schultz was away from Starbucks for a bit in the 80s, in 1987, at the age of 34, Schultz and a group of investors purchased Starbucks for $3.8 million and began an aggressive expansion of the company. The company went public in 1992 and at that time they had 165 locations in America. By 1996, the company had opened up more than 1,000 locations with cafes in Japan and Singapore as their first international locations. By 1999, the company had opened up its 2,000th location, and the company was still growing at a significant pace. According to CNBC, between the years 2000 and 2007, Starbucks had opened on average more than 1,500 locations per year, indicating significant growth. Growth however, does not come without its hiccups and setbacks. By the year 2007, the focus on rapid expansion and success, as mentioned by Howard Schultz, set the stage for a self-induced level of mistakes coupled by a cataclysmic financial crisis which brought about the perfect storm of pressure and anxiety and significant problems for the company. Schultz had actually given up the CEO title in the company and moved to the position of executive chairman in 2000, but was troubled by the growing hubris and sense of entitlement throughout the company because of their success. The company had become obsessed with catering to Wall Street's expectations of where they should be and started to focus on rewarding cold hard metrics such as sales per hour, transactions per hour, and revenues. The company had become less focused on the customer experience and the art of making coffee and more focused on the transaction itself. This is where the company really w- was experiencing another glass ceiling and intuitively Schultz recognized this. So. He and the company, they had to pivot again. And in order to pivot again, they had to break through that glass ceiling. And to do this, Schultz returned as CEO in January of 2008. Schultz was not only facing an uphill battle to realign the company's values, but he was also facing the burden of the financial crisis in 2008. Schultz has mentioned that as an entrepreneur during the growth phase, It's an extremely different situation than trying to navigate a company through a financial crisis or even a cultural crisis. And one of the things that Schultz did in 2008 when he came back as CEO is he started to revisit Starbucks locations and he realized that the art and romance associated with creating a cup of coffee at Starbucks had been lost. It was a time to pivot again and bring the company back to the basics of why they were even in the business at all. Although the company was facing a lot of criticism from Wall Street and the media, as well as growing competition, a bold step needed to be taken. And in February of 2008, less than a month after he had come back as CEO, Schultz instructed for all Starbucks locations in America to close for three hours for retraining during a working day. Going back to the core principles of why the company existed in the first place and their love of serving the best possible cup of coffee to their customers, was a necessary pivot to realign the company's values. Starbucks also spent about $32 million to host a meeting for all store managers across America for the company that year in New Orleans. The meeting was designed for Schultz to be as honest as possible about the situation the company was currently in and convey what steps needed to be taken at each Starbucks location to shift the company's focus back to their core values and guide them out of the crisis that they were experiencing. The ability of Schultz to pivot during a a crisis and realign the company's values worked. And although the company's expansion of Starbucks remained stagnant from 2008 to 2011, they started to re-expand the company and started the expansion process again in 2012. And by 2017, the company had more than 28,000 locations globally. According to Statista.com, by October of 2019, Starbucks product sales had captured more than 40% of the American coffee shop market. The progressive capture of market share came in large part because the company had the ability to pivot and consistently improve and also to change and adapt when it's required. It's 2021 now. Howard Schultz is a retired executive chairman of Starbucks and the company is still formidable, providing new products, a great customer experience, and still posting great financial results. But where is this company headed now? Is it another time to pivot? This may be speculative in nature, but it's been reported by The Motley Fool that the company has the ability to explore being competitive in the financial services industry. A really fun fact about the company is that a unique way that Starbucks has offered a great customer experience is through their rewards program. Customers can load dollars onto their Starbucks account and use these dollars for product purchases. And there's approximately $1.6 billion in stored value in Starbucks accounts, and these funds are not just sitting idle. The dollars that are being stored in these Starbucks rewards accounts are being used by the company for their ventures and products at 0% interest. The stored value could also lead to the creation of financial services products like bank accounts, insurance products, lending products, things of that nature. So will Starbucks explore the opportunity to be involved in financial services? We can't be sure about that, but what we do know is that the company has the ability to adapt previously and moving forward. They have the ability to change with the tides and to pivot when necessary to keep progressing. Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of Grateful Wealth Magnets, and we'll see you next week.